my God, after you've done all that you can, you still have to stand. Certainly we thank and praise God for his goodness today. Thank God for each of you that are tuning in, those of you that may be listening later. You know, we're on such different times, but as long as the word of God is going out and that you are embracing what the Lord has to say is what's going to make the difference. Thank you for joining us on this 27th day of September. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML, uh, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. And you're inside the pages with Pastor Carl Henderson. There's no better place to be than in the Word of God. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursday Acts of the Holy Ghost at 9 p.m. Now, this is Pacific Standard Time and for some, and but certainly uh, I want you to know that we believe the Bible, the Bible, we believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful, bold, the church. And we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. And if you believe that, then... You know, uh, you have to get in the word of God to see what God would have you to do. If any of you have missed, if you've missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on Demand to access the uh, message archives. Now, there's a video on our website that speaks louder than words, and you need to watch it. That's at ConnectingTruth.org. You know, we've been in the word of God and we've been talking about being rapture ready. Uh, you know, and there's so many different things that has been spoken about, such as good fellowship, you know, and getting uh, your passport stamped and, you know, uh, applying the word of God liberally. You know, just like you apply soap to your clothes and stain removers, you want to apply the word of God liberally in your life. Uh, you know, and the fact that God does have a secret, he's holding on to the secret. And no one knows that secret except those that he reveals it to. Uh, and then there is the fire escape. You know, hell is real. The lake of fire is real. But there is a fire escape. There is a way out. And so that's just a few of the messages, you know, before we go into the word of God this morning. That, that something to think about. You know, if anyone hasn't told you or reminded you, I'm going to keep telling you and I'm going to keep reminding you that you must, you must, capital M-U-S-T, you must be ready in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye. Uh, to iron your shirt, it won't be any time at all uh, to get the stain out of your dress. You know, there won't be any time to, to get ready after uh, a moment in the twinkling of an eye. See, anything that you can think of after uh, after that event it, it has already, the event has already occurred. It happened so quickly. You know, somebody laid down last night and they did not get up this morning. They, they departed and no one knew that they had departed uh, until after the fact. And so, you know, we want to be ready. We want to be ready. And I can't emphasize that enough uh, we all can look around and our, with our natural eyes and we all can see what's going on uh, in life. And I'm not talking about the pandemic. I'm, I'm just talking about in general that we're here for a moment. We're here for a moment and then we're, we leave. Uh, 
And so want you to be ready. Want want you to make preparation. We prepare for everything else. Let's not be foolish in our preparation uh, with that concerns our life. Uh, I'm going to put it to you like this. Um, you know, you you look at yourself now. Do you remember when you were younger? And you know that you're you're getting older and things are changing. And the body is changing, and, you know, and, and everything that we look, everything you look around, the things that people chase after, chasing after a car, chasing after a home, chasing after whatever, a boyfriend or girlfriend, chasing after those things diligently. And there's nothing wrong with having those things, except they all have an expiration date. Everything has an expiration date on it. And so uh, the Bible tells us that in Matthews, the 24th chapter, the, 40, uh, the 42nd verse said, then shall two be in the field and one shall be taken and the other left. Two shall be grinding at the mill and one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore. For you know not what hour your Lord coming. You know, this is significant in our lives that we have to look at. You know, with that being said, um, we're going to hear another song. And then we're going to go into the word of God and see what the Bible has to say. You know, that's the greatest authority and the only authority for eternal life. God bless you.
no place I'd rather be than in the arms of Jesus. In his arms, I am protected. I hope you feel the same way too. He, uh, he, you know, the Lord has the testimony that I've lost none. There's nobody. There's nobody that I have lost. And the Lord is looking forward. God is looking forward to greeting and to meeting and greeting each of us on that day, on that day, that special day that is that is arriving very quickly. Now, when we talk about uh, a quick taking away, uh, there are two types. There's the individual and the grouping. There's a grouping and there's individual taking, you know, and, you, and so you need to be ready. We all must be ready uh, for either uh, one. We don't know when our name will be called, but in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, you know, we'll step out of time into eternity. Now, I want you to, it's very important to understand that, uh, as mentioned earlier, you notice everything, uh, termites, rust, earthquakes, you know, uh, catastrophes, things that are happening, you know, are just lets us know this it was never intended um, at, in the state that is in to remain. There is another state of being. There's another state of being. So when you look at all the pleasure that you have in this life, I want you to multiply that and the, and, and keep multiplying because you're not going to get to where uh, to where it ever ends. And that is a greater um, euphoria that God is going to take us into. And so with that being said, let's go into a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy, for what you have done and what you're going to do. Lord God, I pray and ask that you will bless each one under the sound of my voice, each one that is present, each one that is on the way. Lord God, bless those that will hear this uh, in the morning when they rise, those that will hear it on their lunch breaks, those that will listen to it before they go to bed. Lord God, bless their ears, Lord God. Bless those that are obedient unto your word. Those that are faithful, Lord God, I just pray and ask that you would encourage their hearts, strengthen them, Lord God, as we make our pilgrimage. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want to direct your attention to the book of Romans this morning. And while you're turning there, um, I'm going to give you a scripture, but uh, I want you to know that the book of Romans itself uh, explores Christ. You know, it's all about Jesus Christ. It's not about Pastor Carl. It's not about whatever minister you're under, whatever administrator. That's not to take away or disrespect anyone's calling or anything. And I think you're mature enough to know that. Uh, but it's all about Jesus Christ and him crucified. It's not about me. It's not about you. Uh, you know, it is, it was done for us. And so God had our, our intention, had our best, the best for us in mind. But I want you to know that everything centers on Jesus Christ and he should never be removed from the picture. And so it, uh, the book of Romans explores Christ, uh, sacrifice. It presents the good news of righteousness, justification, grace, redemption, all that was done through Jesus Christ for one express purpose. It was all done for one express purpose. 
the Bible tells us over in Job. And, and for those of you that have already turned to Romans, we're going to Romans 12 and 9. The Bible tells us in Job, it says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And so I want to point out to you that there was a day, that day when the sons of God came together and, uh, and presented themselves before the Lord. You know, we're looking to come and present ourselves unto the Lord, but we couldn't go and present ourselves unto the Lord in the state of being that we were in, contaminated by the sins and the things in which Adam had did and his disobedience unto the Lord. He made a, he made a well-informed decision. He was well-informed and he yet made a decision to go and do what he desired to do. And so the Bible says Satan came among them. So there was a group, there was a gathering. There was a gathering together. And so then the Bible tells us over in Hebrews, the ninth chapter, and I just love the Lord uh, for this in Hebrews, the ninth chapter, excuse me, the second chapter, verse nine through 11 says, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor that he, uh, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. For it became him uh, for whom all things and by whom all things uh, but to in bringing many sons unto glory, the whole purpose of, of Christ, justification, redemption, and the, the, the spreading of the gospel so others can know that you can be redeemed uh, is to bring many sons to glory and to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering for both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified. God wants to sanctify us are of one for which he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Now, what I wanted to pull out of that was the day is coming where not only did the day uh, come and what Job uh, testified about or what the, the testimony of the writer is giving uh, through the, uh, the, the fact that it was revealed on him that the, the day came that the sons of God came uh, then, but there is another time that is coming and many sons are gonna be brought into glory. However, in this instance, Satan is not going to be among us. That's something to give God praise about. Bless your Lord Jesus. I feel like giving God praise right now. Matter of fact, I am. Uh, you just can't see the, the, the smile and the joy that's on my face. But uh, I want you to know that there is a day where the sons of God are going to come together. And Satan is not going to present himself in anything that he has to say. Uh, it's already a done deal. It's already been signed over. So the Bible tells us in Romans, Romans, the 12th chapter uh, and the ninth verse, it says, let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. I want to take a thought this morning and as we will continue, we're talking about being rapture ready is that you must be genuine. You have to be genuine. And I'm not talking about the, the, the singer. I'm talking about being genuine uh, the way that God wants us to be. I, I believe all of us appreciate someone that is genuine. All right. Someone that's genuine. I, I, I know. Uh, and, and so listen, I, I, I like the thing that uh, that uh, one of the bishops in, in a meeting some years ago said, but I never forgot it. I really appreciate it. And I think you can appreciate it, too. Uh, and so uh, he said, um, 
a thief. He was exhorting the word of God and he said, a thief steals your past, but a liar steals your future. A thief steals your past, but a liar will steal your future. You know, many, including myself, have suffered loss from the, uh, from the hand of a thief. You know, somebody got over on you. Maybe they borrowed money and never, and never paid it back, or they took something of value uh, while you were out, you know, or, or you left something in the car, and by the time you turned around, someone had walked by and swooped it up. You know, and so all of these things, uh, you know, are part of your past. You know, uh, some, maybe you bought something. You went shopping. You know, you, uh, maybe someone broke in the car. And, well, we were in San Francisco, and someone broke in the car and, and, and stole all the clothes, stole all the baby clothes. They could have took the entire car. But they, they took only the clothes, and you know, and so uh, had to start. But that, things that we had bought days before, they took the past. They took the past. You know, uh, I have I have all of the my family baby pictures and childhood pictures and, you know, it's a irreplaceable collection. And, you know, if I was to lose them or if they were lost, I would feel the pain up. And, you know, today we can upload stuff into the cloud. You know, I, I have a container that is so full of my siblings pictures, they grade school, they baby pictures and all of these different things that. Uh, just cannot be replaced, and it, you know I would have to hire somebody to 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 move them into a into the cloud base. But the the fact is is that if they were lost because of someone stole them or because of something that occurs, uh, that would hurt. And you know the thing about it is it inconveniences you. The inconvenience of something being taken—that's the most painful part. Is that you just paid it off and now it's gone. You know, all of those different things. And, you know, it is upsetting. It is disappointing. It is distressing uh, because you labor and then you got to labor to restore those things. But remember, those things are part of yesterday. But the liar, the liar will tell you that that I love you, you know, and all the time there uh, and, and make you and convince you that they have your best interest in mind and it's going to last forever. And it could if it was true, but, uh, but and now you have been set up mentally, you've been set up emotionally, you've been set up spiritually and, and to be taken advantage of. They know deep down in their heart that they are going to, to, uh, to drop the hammer on you one day, uh, just, pull, just reeling you in like a fish on the line, you know, and it is happening. It don't, you know, players play. Uh, you know, uh, they used to call them con men and all of but now they got, you know, a different name for all. But listen, you understand what I'm saying. Now, there are diversity of men, there are diversity of women who are excellent manipulators in getting what they want. They know how to get the uh, to, to go the distance to achieve deception and leave leaving shattered lives. But I'm so glad that God is a healer. I think you're glad he's a healer and there's yet healing going on in people's lives. And so uh, you need to know him. You need to know uh, who, who the healer is and stay with the healer. Don't deviate. Matter of fact, stay away from even uh, uh, sharing. You know, some things we need to just share with God and, and deal with it on our own without sharing it with others. You know, matter of fact, uh, sometimes people are, may seem like they, they're tolerating 
you know, what you're saying and, you know, maybe have some, some empathy of what's going on. And some may have, but others don't have the, the, the tolerance. Others don't have the empathy and they're not going to display that. And that's just going to add to So you want to be careful. Listen, something about being hurt triggers one of two things. You begin to hurt or you become an advocate of those against the action. You know, people have suffered things and they and so therefore they took on that spirit and they say, I'm not going to let nobody get over on me and I'm going to do the same thing as somebody else. And so someone innocent winds up getting hurt when it's better to be an advocate. When you know you've experienced something, then you want to be the one to take a stand against it. And when you see the symptoms, when you see the flags, uh, warn others, don't don't listen to that person, don't believe that person. And, you know, we've seen it. We've We've all had friends or someone in our in our lives where you're telling them, no, that 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 person, excuse me, that <laughs> that person is no good for you, uh, you know, uh, whether it's male or female. That individual, you know, stay away from them, and they didn't listen, and they and now they're dealing with the aftermath of it. So a liar will steal your future, and so understanding and wisely helping others avoid situation is commendable. And that's what I want to do. Uh, I want, and I, I pray that you do the same, is help someone overcome deceit, help someone overcome manipulation, and most importantly, self-destruction by reminding uh, uh, some and letting others know the will of God. See, when we, when we abide in the will of God, when we know the will of God and we yield ourselves to the word of God, then God will give us insight and he'll let us know uh, don't be foolish and, and, and you can't see the forest because of the trees. Don't be like that because there are some very eye-opening things that will happen later. And so uh, uh, my pastor gave me uh, some good advice early on in life. And she said, learn to hate evil. Romans 29, 9. Learn to hate evil and love good. And so you can't do both. You cannot do both. You cannot... Uh, love God and, and not re, not uh, hate evil. You can't do that. But I love God. I love God. Don't you love God? I love God. I love God. And, uh, and so, but yet I'm holding on to evil. I'm holding on uh, to all the fun things that I, I, I'm experiencing. You know, I'm, I'm in my youthfulness and, you know, my body looks good. So I want to show my body off to everybody. You know, I, I'm in my, I'm in this certain place in my life and I just have to do this. And, uh, you know, and, and so that, and so, but the Bible is telling us that we, we need to grab hold to ourselves and, and bring ourselves into this subjection and, and, and love the Lord, love the Lord. Yes. God gave you that body. God gave you that mind. God gave you that talent, but he didn't give it to you for you to use it in the sense in which it is being used. And so you can't do both. You can't have two masters because either you will you will hate one and love the other or you will hold on to one and despise the other. You cannot serve. None of us can serve two gods. And so in order to be rapture ready and listen, uh, walking in the moment twinkling of an eye has no age limit. It, it has no age barriers. And so uh, it, this is for the young in heart. This is for the young. This is for everybody. 
And, and so in order to be ready, you must be genuine. And so genuine means, to, uh, means that someone or something is truly what it says it is. It's truly, it's authentic. It's real. It's bona fide. It's, uh, nothing, there's nothing hypocritical about it or the relationship. Some people think that they are irreplaceable, that they are an exception to the rule, uh, you know, and so you better listen to the words of, of uh, and, and know that because uh, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, God is going to say to the left, uh, he, he's going to say to the left, uh, you know, so Beyonce wasn't the only one saying that God had written it in his word a long time ago that uh, it's going to be to the left. You know, and so uh, since, uh, as she said, since I'm not your everything, how about I be your nothing? And so that's what's going to happen. If you're not genuine with God, uh, he's going to say to the left. And because you, he's not your everything, uh, then he's going to be nothing. And uh, yes, that is the gospel truth. That is the truth of it all. You see, uh, many think that God is just playing and, and he's not going to stand by his word. Uh, many uh, believers, those that say they believe the word of God, uh, think that God is going to make an exception to the rule for them. But baby, you need to understand that there is no exception there. Uh, God's word, he said heaven and earth is going to pass away before he changes word. Because see, if he changes word, he got to change it for everybody. He got to change it for people that have died already, people that have shed their blood, people that have been crucified, people that have been cut in half. People that have been thrown in the dens of live animals to be scarred up and eaten and, and, and brought to uh, the point of death uh, because they held on and would not denounce God's word. They would not turn. They were genuine. They were for real in their relationship with God. And so he would have to apologize. Oh, my God, bless your name, Jesus. All that suffering. and God's not going to change his word. For anybody there are no exceptions to the rule so you have to be genuine now the bible tells us this in matthews the seventh chapter verse 21 through 23 it said not everyone that said unto me lord lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven now i need you to to really listen to this not everyone that say unto me lord Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Everybody that's saying Lord, everybody that's saying Jesus, everybody, oh, Jesus. You know, they're not calling on Jesus for salvation. They're just using the name. Oh, God, that's a title. And so Lord is a title as well. Everyone that says Lord uh, shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth, he that doeth the will of my father, he that doeth, uh, my father, which is in heaven. In other words, you're following after the spirit of God. Those that are led by the spirit, they are the sons of God. But he that doeth the will of my father. So you can say, Lord, you can. Mm, thank you, Jesus. You can say, Lord, you can say, God, you can say, Savior. You can you can use whatever title you want to use. But. You will not make it into the kingdom if you're not doing the will of God. If you're not genuine, you have to be genuine. But we got to be real about this. Many will say unto me in that day, listen to this. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, I have prophesied in thy name. Mm. And in thy name have cast out devils. And in thy name done many wonderful works. 
And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. So understand something. Prophesying don't save you. Casting out devils don't. Thank you, Jesus, my God. Prophesying don't save you. People are tuning into ministry, uh, quote unquote ministries, because the person said, I'm a prophet. And, I, and they feel they need to hear a word from God. When God has given us a volume, he said, behold, I come in the volume of the book. It's written about me. Get in the Bible. Get in the word of God. Bless your name, Jesus. You don't have to tune into prophet Tutu. You don't have to prove it. Uh, uh, tune into prophet Boo Boo. You don't have to tune into, into the prophetess. You don't have to prove because she's just a test. Listen. Oh, my God. Prophesying don't save you. Casting out devils don't save you. Doing wonderful works in his name don't save you. Preachers, listen to this. Preaching will not save you unless you are genuine. <clears throat> you have to be genuine in your work, which means that you're doing what? You're doing the will of God. I'm not talking about the will of God. And I'm talking about your walk in this life. I'm talking about you are applying the word of God. You're living by the word of God. You're not arrogant in any way, but you're living to that others can be saved. You're living so that others can be delivered. They can be brought out and so that they can be brought in to the kingdom of God. Bless your name, Jesus. I didn't say Jesus said this. Jesus said many are going to say in that day, Lord, Lord, I prophesied in your name. Lord, I, I've cast out devils in your name. Lord, I've done wonderful works in your name. And he said he's going to tell them, depart from me. You, why? Because instead of them doing the will of God, and, and as they've told others that this is what God's will is and, and, and different things, vernacular, whatever they may have used to win that person's trust and, and all of that. Listen, God has said, I'm going to tell them, depart from me. Get out of here. You're a worker of iniquity. You wasn't real. You wasn't genuine. You were doing it because of the fame. You were doing it because of the publicity. You were doing it. You found out you had a voice that you could sing. You were no different than the king of Tyrus. You're Tyrus. Listen, if you've been with us on Tuesday, you'll find out that Tyrus was able to walk in and out and through the fiery stones. The, the stones that were in the presence of God. He had been in the Garden of Eden. He had the best voice, had timbres in his, oh, uh, had it going, had all the bling that you could imagine. But he did not stay in the presence of God. There are those that are using their voice to sing, and, and it went from an anointing. It went from an anointing where people were being delivered. I remember a lady had a lump in her breast, and the, the, no one knew this except maybe a friend. But listen, uh, the, the the minister was up, and he was singing, and, and and this woman jumped up out of her chair and began to bless your name, Jesus. And she began to scream and she began to rejoice because while the minister was up singing, 
the lump in her breast dissolved and went away. That anointing that that singer had, he continued on with the Lord. But there are those that have the same anointing, have the same power of God that have been persuaded. And so they're no longer performed. They're no longer in the church uh, singing unto God in that type of anointing. But they're all singing other places. They've forgotten about. uh, No, 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 no. Don't don't say you haven't forgot about God, because remember, you have to be in the will of God. Uh, you can't serve two masters. Now, I, I know the difference in, in being able to, to, to function in society, function and, and you know, make money, you know, in, this, uh, 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 in the secular society compared to the spiritual. But, and, and so I, I understand all of that. But what I am saying is where is the dedication unto the Lord that when someone approach you and say, look, I'll give you this contract, but you got to bend over for it. Uh, you got to get down on your knee for it. that. You say, look, for God, I, I get on my knee for God. I bend down, but not for you. Where is that stand? At? Where is the stand that says, oh, king, uh, I, I'm not concerned with how uh, I uh, really going to say this. But listen, I'm not going to give over to what the decree that you've made. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve God. Where is that dedication at? When we talk about being genuine, when we talk about being one with God, he said that he's coming for those that that are doing the will of God are the ones that are going to enter in. So it don't matter. And this is very, listen, my mind is stirred about this because I understand it. Bless you, Jesus. And I'm not taking it for granted. I don't want you to take it for granted. Listen, before I preach, I preach the gospel and I have nothing to glory. This is what Paul is saying. And and preachers across the land need to understand this, that I preach the gospel and and I have nothing to glory for. It is a necessity. God said, preach. And so therefore we preach the gospel. God said, teach. Therefore we teach. God said, heal. Therefore we go when we're called upon so that healing can take place and sins be forgiven. Woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. It's a necessity. God said, do it. I have to do it. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if it's against my will, then a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. What is my reward then? When I preach the gospel, I make the gospel of God without charge, for I abuse not my power in the gospel. See, God is looking and God is booking God. And and, and so the the minister is saying, listen, uh, there is some discipline that we have to have. Uh, in whatever area of ministry in our livelihood. And let me tell you this, we're all ambassadors for Christ. Or at least we're supposed to be. If we're genuinely living this and doing this, we're ambassadors for Christ. So what we do and how we act and what we say have an impact on others. Hmm. Paul said that, that I'm, uh, uh, I'm unto the Jews, I became a Jew. And uh, under the law, Asked the law uh, that I might gain some. I understood the law so that I can help somebody be free from it. And uh, to them that are without the law, them that don't follow those those same dynamic, those same rules, being not without the law, but under the law of Christ, that I might gain them that are without the law, that I might, oh, bless your name, Jesus. I'm not going to be dogmatic. 
but I'm going to be wise so that I can win souls. That's what it's about. It's about the saving of souls. To the weak, I became weak. I wasn't standing around being arrogant, but I humbled myself and became all things to all men that I might save some. But the whole mission is about salvation. Uh-huh. It's about God so loved the world that he gave us. It's about salvation. It's about deliverance of soul, uh, getting uh, brought, brought set free from the hand of the enemy. Know ye not that they which run the race, we got to run this thing. It's not a sprint, but it's a marathon to receive the prize. So you got to genuine, you got to be genuine and you got to run this thing for real with your whole heart. And know that 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 we're striving, not for a corrupt a corruptible crowd. Too many are striving for the things that they see. I see it. I don't have to pray and have faith, but I can go and get it. I, listen, but we're taking God. Some have taken God and said, well, I need to get over. And I can only do that uh, by acting a certain way, which is not genuine unto the Lord. But we're striving for an incorruptible crown, incorruptible. Listen, in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, it's going to be an incorruptible uh, crown that is given. So he said, I run this race, not as uncertainty. Uh, I'm running it. I'm having faith and I'm fighting because I know what is going on. I understand. I'm not just up uh, breathing out words. I'm not just up saying things, but I am I am presenting what is tangible, what is real. And he goes on to say, I therefore I bring my body. Listen, this is when you get real with I bring my body. Paul is saying, look, whatever I'm feeling, I bring my body unto subjection. No matter what's going on, when I wake up in the morning, I'm bringing my body into subjection. When someone winks at me, I'm bringing my body into subjection. When someone gives me a compliment, I'm bringing my body into subjection. When someone makes me a deal or offers me something, I'm bringing my body into subjection. I am subjecting myself unto the Lord so that after I preach to others, after I've cast out a devil, after I've prophesied to someone, after I've laid hands on the sick, after they've been healed, after all of these things have transpired, that I myself am not a castaway after I've witnessed the souls, after they done heard you on the air, after they done heard you sing, after they done heard you and seen your face. Bless your Lord God. You don't want to be a castaway. You don't want to go through this life. Well, I remember when. I remember, bless your Lord God, with that remembrance, that's going to be the, one, the, the most tormenting fact that there is, is knowing that I had the chance, I had the opportunity, and I did not embrace it. I played, I straddled the fence. I played with it. I, instead of me becoming educated about uh, my uh, regular life, listen, listen to this, and my spiritual life, I toyed with them. I toyed with God. And instead of me serving God and him being my true master, I played with other things and I subject myself to other things and I begin to despise God. I begin to despise being sanctified. I begin to, oh, mm. the best blessing and the greatest testimony is that God is able to keep us and to keep us from falling and present us holy. 
There is a testimony that, you know, I fell from grace. I, I got out the will of God and God restored me. That happens. That happens. But it is not supposed to continually happen. It's happening all the time. You know, then there's a serious problem. It's something about sin that you have that you like instead of you abhorring it, instead of you hating it, instead of you resenting it, instead of you looking at it and saying, man, I don't want to be a partaker of sin because I see the destruction that it makes. I see the aftermath of what sin does in the life of people and even what it has done in my life. I see that. And therefore, I don't want to be a partaker. I'm going to hate. I'm going to hate the evil and love the good. I'm going to love God and I'm going to obey God. I'm going to do the will of God. Bless your name, Jesus. I'm going to take pleasure in what God has to say. Listen, you got to stay true to the call. God has called us into holiness. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And you can't be holy without being genuine. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. Uh, listen, you need to read the read the large print. You know, they talk about reading the fine print. No, read the large print because God didn't give us no, no small print to be trying to read. He said a fool will not err in this way. It's simple. So read the large print. The, read the King James. Somebody needs to read the King James. Some, listen, the, the New International Version or the Wycliffe Bible. Read it. Read and obey the word of God. It's the only way you could be genuine. It's the only way you can remain genuine in this pilgrimage, this time, this pilgrimage from time into eternity. The Bible said love without dissimulation, dishonesty, camouflage, a hidden agenda, abhor, despise, hate, loathe, that which evil, cleave, stick to it, hold on to it. Don't abandon what God is saying and do that which is good. Do that which is good. That's what God is calling us to do. I'm not talking about righteousness. Uh, it, it covers righteousness, but I'm saying uh, do that which is good, which is the will of God. It's the will of God. It's the will of God. Listen, I, I hope that uh, I, I'm excited about Jesus in spite of whatever I feel in my body, in spite of whatever may be going on around me, in spite of, it doesn't mean that we're ignoring uh, different things that are happening in, in life, but uh, we're keeping God first. That's the thing, keep God first. God's not been, he hasn't been dethroned. Uh, no one's going to vote him out of office in November, and, and no one's going to vote him for another term. Uh, in other words, God is it. Uh, yes, God is not, he's God. And so that's not going to happen. Someone tried to dethrone him and they got cast down because they weren't God. They thought they were God. They thought they were God because of all the things that they had. But listen, things don't make you God. And when God elevates you, it don't make you God. And, and so uh, we want to remember and we want to be genuine in the presence of God. That's the only way to be. It's the only, it's the only way to be. If you're out of the ark of safety, if you have not had your sins remitted, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to have your sins washed away. People are saying, well, it's, it, that was for that day and time. Listen, the word of God has not changed and we have not fulfilled. The total fulfillment of God's word has not happened. It's not happened. So whatever God has said must be done. That's what we need to do. 
when they asked Peter, they said, men and brethren, what must we do to be saved? Peter said, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin. And, and you won't find any other place where baptism occurred. I can think of two places, but they were rebaptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sin. And listen, I want to let you know, um, if you want to dedicate or rededicate your life, I'm going to be at uh, 474 East Dewarty Road uh, in the city of Monrovia on October 4th at a 3.30 service. If you want to rededicate your life uh, or dedicate your life unto the Lord, I'm glad to baptize you in Jesus' name for the admission of sin. And listen, we believe in social distancing. We're following the mandate strictly. And so we understand those things, but you can be baptized. And so I uh, want to encourage you with that. And, you know, if, if you're out of the area, if you're not in the Southern California area, you're not nearby, go to a church of truth and power. And if you don't, if you need to know what things to look for uh, and what they're doing, they, it should be a Bible-based church. It should be a church that's teaching the word of God according to the scripture, according to what I, I'm, according, read the first few chapters of the book of Acts. Join in with us on Thursday night and hear uh, what the church was doing and how souls was being saved and, uh, and what God, they followed what God was saying. And when they did not follow what God was saying, he corrected them. He corrected them. And so uh, he corrected them and kept them on track because it is about your soul's salvation. Bless your name, Jesus. And so with that being said, I'm going to offer a prayer uh, again for our listeners and those of you that are present. Just want to rejoice and want to encourage you to hold on to your walk with God. Don't be, don't let nothing, discouragement, don't let anything that you're facing uh, cause you to, uh, to veer from what God is doing. And don't let anything discourage you or cause you to not be genuine with the Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your word this morning. Lord Jesus, for all that you have said, all that you are doing. Lord, and we just pray and ask that you keep our minds stayed on you. Help us, Lord God, to live a complete life in you. Lord Jesus, we trust you. We hold on to you. You're the author and finisher of our faith. Lord God, and we just want to bless your name. We don't want to be found like those that are going to be told to the left. We don't want to be found like those that are going to uh, try to testify and say what they've done in your name. And you tell them, depart from me, workers of iniquity. I don't know you. Lord Jesus, we know that there's only one way to live, and that is uh, holy unto you. And we just pray and ask that you would bless us to walk with that mindset. Keep us, Lord God, and we know you will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Listen, I want you to know that it's, I am so honored to, to, to be called into the work of the ministry. You know, it's a very humbling thing. And I just want you to know that, you know, God loves you and God will keep you. The songs featured on this are the respective property of the artists and the producers. You know, I want you to be encouraged, support um, music ministry, and be selective about what you listen to. You know, and remember them that, it, that are ministering truthfully. You know, we thank God for you. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. And I hope to see you soon. I hope to see you here. 
or to see you there. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord. In Jesus' name.